Hey everybody, welcome to the Chamber Channel's Five Questions podcast. This is the place where we take a deep dive with industry leaders for an inside look at their world and how they can make a difference in yours. Palmetto Breeze is in its fifth summer season of trawling passengers all over the island's hotspots. And it's recently expanded into Bluffton. Our CEO, Bill Miles, talked with Executive Director Mary Lou Franzoni about what's new and how Palmetto Breeze is really a piece of the workforce puzzle in our region. Let's listen. Well, today we're talking transportation. We have the opportunity to sit down with Mary Lou Franzoni, and Mary Lou is the Executive Director of the Low Country Regional Transportation Authority. And uh, for those of you that have been uh, around the island and in Bluffton for a number of years, you might recognize that as LRTA. And Mary Lou has been in that position for eight years and certainly has a lot on her plate, and we're delighted to sit down with her today. Mary Lou, before we start on talking about the transportation on Hilton Head Island in Bluffton, tell us just like a, an overview of LRTA, if that's okay if I use those initials like it of used course. to be, and yeah. just tell us where, where the headquarters are and a little bit about the operation, and then let's talk about buses and trolleys. Okay. So LRTA uh, it goes by Palmetto Breeze, and that's pretty much our marketing name. Uh, our facility is in Bluffton. It's uh, behind MC Rywell, across from MC Riley School near the Public Works Center. Palmetto Breeze is a five-county transportation authority. Our counties are Buford, Jasper, Allendale, Hampton, and Colleton. Um, the authority started as just the Buford uh, Jasper Transportation Authority in 1978, and the mission then was to bring people in from the outlying counties, well, the Buford and Jasper, to jobs on Hilton Head. And uh, after a couple of years, the other counties, Hampton and Colleton and um, Allendale, joined in. And that was the mission for many, many years, was to bring workers uh, from counties that didn't have jobs to Hilton Head where there were jobs available. And uh, in addition, in about uh, the 1990s, they, we started some transportation over in Buford that does circulating uh, routes that brings people to jobs and to services. Um, and now we've started on our urban transportation, which is Bluffton and Hilton Head. And... and some of the offerings that we have now. And you touched on a point that was really critical a uh, number of years ago and still very important today about how, how Low Country Regional Transportation Authority was bringing workers to the island. And that's still of great value and of great need. And uh, from years ago, that, that hasn't changed. So as you've seen things progress and grow, uh, I think for the last five years, we've had the Breeze Trolley on Hilton Head Island. How did that uh, come into existence? Well, it really began in uh, after the census of 2010. Uh, after that census, uh, they counted the numbers up, and the Hilton Head Bluffton area was designated as a small urbanized area. And it means a lot of things, uh, but mostly in regards to funding for both highways and transit. So after the designation as a small urbanized area, there was much work to be done to meet all the requirements to actually get the grant funding. And... Uh, uh, Palmetto Breeze got their first urbanized grant in 2017. And be with the addition of the money for the urbanized area, that's what really uh, was the kickstart to get this going. The other thing I would want to mention is at the same time uh, that we were working on becoming a small urbanized area, the town uh, 
formed a committee, the Circle to Circle Committee, of concerned citizens on the south end of Hilton Head Island that were trying to find solutions to the summer gridlock on the south end of the island. So at, in late 2016, I uh, was meeting with some of the consultants that were hired for this Circle to Circle Committee uh, study, and they had a lot of ideas. They had ideas about parking, about bicycle lanes, about improving intersections, and one of them was to start a trolley service in the seasonal time of year to alleviate cars on the road. And they met with me and I said, well, what great timing. We are about to receive um, additional funding that we could put to use for developing a trolley service. And so it seemed to all come together and, um, and we got it uh, out on the street in pretty quick order. It, uh, the hours of, of Breeze on Hilton Head Island, what are those? From Sunday to Thursday, we operate from 1 p.m. to 10 p.m., and on Friday and Saturday night, we go until midnight. Great. And then uh, uh, as far as number of riders that, that have been, let's just say last year, for example, on, on the uh, Hilton Head Trolley, what would those numbers look like? Last year, we, uh, we're very proud of this, but we went from uh, 18,000 the year before riders in the summer season to 52,000 riders last season. And we're hopeful that we can see a 25% increase. We're shooting for 65,000 riders this year. That's terrific. That's a, a lot of people. It is. And, it, I, you know, I, I do think we're making a difference in the gridlock and the traffic Great. and the accidents. <laughs> That's important as well. And how about pricing on? Is there a fee to ride? There is not. The trolley is fare free. Uh, so anybody can board and uh, they can bring their bicycles on. They can bring their... They're beach coolers. They can bring everything except uh, we get a lot of questions about bringing dogs on the trolley. I wanted to bring that up, that we don't allow uh, animals on the trolley unless they're in a carrier. I know you've been looking at studies and had some con consultants looking at uh, the possibility of, of expanding the service to the Hilton Head Island Airport. And has that come to fruition yet or still being studied? Where are you with that? Yes, we commissioned a study this year. Um, because there was a lot of passengers that flew into the airport last summer. And um, with what's going on with the pandemic, there weren't enough rental cars and there just wasn't enough transportation to get everyone to where they were going. And uh, we were asked last summer if we could help. And so we have commissioned a study and uh, it's probably about three quarters of the way through. We should be having our final stakeholder meetings uh, probably sometime in May. And we're very hopeful that we can get started with service to the airport uh, sometime this summer. And as far as your, your buses running, are they, is it 365 days a year or any days that you're off? Well, the commuter buses, which are the buses that bring the workers in, they, they run 362 days a year. We're closed three days. The trolley, though, we start on the Saturday before the Heritage, which was April 9th this year, and we run in, uh, through Labor Day Monday right now. And, um, you know, there's always a possibility that the season can expand. We've been asked a lot if we would expand the season. And it, it really comes down to uh, dollars and cents. So if we can get the funding to run a longer season, that's one of the things that's on our list of, of um, next steps. A Bluffton Breeze also came into existence. And tell us a little bit about the Bluffton Breeze. Yes. Well, and as I said, the urbanized area was Hilton Head and Bluffton. And so we were trying to find um, uh, what transportation would work the best in Bluffton. And 
um, because the Hilton Head trolley was very clear to us what we needed to do, that actually took precedent and we did that first. So we studied the Bluffton area and looked at how we could help move people around Bluffton. And so we came up with the route that we're running now. We've made one modification um, to add uh, Old Town to our route, but we uh, traverse up and down the Bluffton Parkway um, until we get to Buckwalter Parkway. We make that right turn and we go up and down Buckwalter as well. And we come back to Bluffton Parkway. We serve a lot of the major businesses. Um, we also go to the Buck Island uh, Publix and the Medical Center, as well as Tanger Outlets, Old Town, and we are now serving the new uh, Hilton Head National RV Park at their request. And uh, we actually have picked up quite a few people in there that showing them around Bluffton. Very good. Very good. Um, if, if you were to expand service on the island other than the airport, is there any other avenues, any other places that you would do that in? You know, Hilton Head Island is a very uh, unique place, and it's 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 hard. As I looked at, and I've looked at this quite a bit, the road networks and how would public transit work or not work in Hilton Head, it, it's very challenging with the, a lot of private roads and the connectivity issues. And, you know, I'm excited about the, what I've seen so far for the uh, airport service uh, study. We're looking at... Um, two opposing loops. So uh, large loop routes are usually not that great because if you live uh, all the way on one end of the loop, you have a long ride around. But if you have the loops going in alternate directions, uh, opposing directions, then you do get pretty good service that way. And that's uh, kind of the tentative uh, look at what we're going to propose for the airport. I think a route like that would work very well for Hilton Head year-round, actually, to just get people around the island in our master plan, we're, we we need a, a network on Hilton Head and also in Bluffton, and then and then we want to connect them, and and that's kind of what we're working on now. We're looking for land for a park and ride lot and on the Bluffton side, so that we can have a way for people to leave their cars behind and and use Palmetto Breeze. Funding funding is always a challenge, and uh, uh, tell us how how Low Country Regional Transportation Authority is funded. That is a great question, and I appreciate you asking me that. <laughs> um, we do not have any kind of a transportation fund. There's no taxes, as most transits have. We don't get sales tax. We don't get any millage taxes. All of the robust transits, when you look at CAD in Savannah or Comet in Columbia or CARTA in Charleston, they all have dedicated funding. They have a transportation fund, which is really important because the grants that we receive do not pay 100% of the cost. So how we fund our system and what they call the local match is we go to all five counties, the town of Hilton Head, um, the town of Bluffton, and ask for the match money to match the grants that we use to operate the service. So it, it is challenging for us to grow. Um, as we don't have a dedicated funding source. And so it, it, we grow a little at a time and with each locality's um, request. And uh, we're hopeful that um, we're working on trying to secure a dedicated funding source. And we're very hopeful that in the next few years that Palmetto Breeze will have dedicated funding and will be able to to sustain themselves and, and, and grow on a schedule instead of based on what uh, local match we can get. 
You've been doing this for a, a number of years, uh, eight years here, and we're thankful for that. What changes have you seen during the course of those eight years? A lot. I'm surprised. And when I hear people say they've been here 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, and oh my goodness, they can't believe the change. I feel that way just in eight years. I live in Bluffton and, um, you know, there was some steady growth and I know there was a lot of planning going on for growth. And I think when the pandemic came, I, I don't know what happened here, but everybody discovered us and, uh, it, it, there's a lot of growth and there's a lot of traffic. And uh, I think that we have a purpose more than ever to try to entice people out of their cars and onto public transit. How many buses do you have in the uh, in your system? We have close to 40 buses at this time. And uh, we have um, almost 60 employees. So we've grown quite a bit. And you're, there's a management company that oversees Low Country Regional Transportation Authority or how does that work? Well, that's how I arrived here. I work for the management company. I've been doing this for about 35 years, and uh, but I no longer work for the management company. The authority asked me in 2016 if I would work for the authority directly, and I think that it just made a lot of sense. And so there is no management company, and um, and I think that works better with all of the government and, and localities in that they feel more ownership to the system, and they know that I'm loyal to to the community. And so I think it's a, it's a good arrangement. Well, you've done a terrific job for the last eight years and are certainly the, the face of public transportation. What, uh, if our listeners wanted to, to help in any way, how could they do that? What could they do for you? I think just um, keeping an eye on the different agendas in different areas and when things come up about transportation and especially about local match or dedicated funding that that people comment and leave comments or come to the meetings and support public transit. And if we get to where it's a, a vote, where they voting whether to um, approve a sales tax that includes public transportation, um, please come out and vote for that because that is what's going to change for Palmetto Breeze becoming a bigger provider of public transportation and um and uh, carrying more of the citizens around so that we can alleviate some of the traffic jams. Mary Lou, the LRTA and Palmetto Breeze has been just a, a of significant importance uh, to the region. And I would just want to take this opportunity to thank you uh, for your leadership. I've been in many meetings with you and seen you talking about it and with passion and also uh, uh, sticking up and defending for, for your company at times when it's needed. And uh, they're, they're have been misconceptions sometimes, and and uh, you've done a great job. So we just want to thank you for that and um, continue to partner with you and see the success of, of uh, Palmetto Breeze and Low Country Regional Transportation Authority. Thank you, Bill, and I, I really appreciate it. And my staff is uh, really a lot of what makes this all happen. So I want to give a shout out to them. Well done. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Keep the buses rolling. Thank you. I will. Thanks everyone for listening. The podcast continues to grow and never miss an episode of our Five Questions podcast by subscribing to the Chamber Channel on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a moment to download, subscribe, and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people.